This episode of Radio Techers is brought to you in part by Trip Surfer Vacations. Travel is opening up again, and we know you're ready to go. Trip Surfer Vacations has great all-inclusive packages for your next beach vacation and all the info you need to know about your next trip. So whether you're headed to the Cancun, Cozumel, Cabo, or the Caribbean, Trip Surfer Vacations has you guys covered. We even have partnerships for European adventures as well. So we know you're ready to go. Visit TripSurferVacations.com and let them know that Radio Techers sent you. Y'all have fun out there. Ready to launch a new career or not sure what to do after graduation? Rumkey is hiring for CDL driving trainees. We pay you to get your CDL license while working for us. Driver trainees receive $18 an hour, great benefits, and Rumkey will pay your CDL costs. Once you're a CDL driver, you can earn $1,000 to $1,300 a week and more than $10,000 in bonuses possible in your first year. Apply today and launch a lucrative career at Rumkey. Apply now at RumkeyCareers.com. Equal opportunity employer. Restrictions apply. What is going on, guys? This is Steven from Headlock Talk. We've got some exciting news for you. Woo! Our longtime sponsor, Naturally Hemp's, and us have come to an agreement to bring our sponsorship to the next level. We finally have a Headlock Talk promo code for naturallyhemp's.com. Use code HLT10 to get 10% off your entire order. And by the way, the code does not expire. Fantastic news, Steven. Yes, I use Naturally Hemp's gummies for uh, sleep aid, for muscle pain, recover when I come back from the gym. And I love the lotions and balms for my hands in the summertime and wintertime when my hands get all chapped and cracked. It's perfect. Oh, yeah. It's really good stuff. And by the way, the fun does not stop there. We are now partnered with some affiliate companies as well. Naturallypure.com for all your hand sanitizer needs. Use code HLT10 for 10% off your entire order. If you are a vapor in need, eLiquid, AmericanVaporCompany.com. Use code HLT10 to get 10% off your entire order. Keep an eye on our Twitter, at Headlock Talk. In the next coming weeks, we'll be doing several giveaways, and you can find out how to get your own bundle of hand sanitizer and masks or CBD gummies. And now, on with the show. Welcome to this special news edition of Headlock Talk, where today, Stephen and I talk about some good news, some bad news, and some food news. Indeed, we'll be covering all of this and more here, now! Alrighty, guys, what do you make of this music? <laughs> <laughs> Ah, yes. I love it. The Entertainer, a classic song. Classic. Absolute mm. classic. Fun times, mm-hmm. good memories. All right. Anyway. <laughs> um, yes. Uh, I'm, of course, the Texas Gentleman Tanner Pruitt, and as always, right across from me here, the one, the only, Mr. Stephen Grudy. Oh, hello. <laughs> hello, Stephen. How are you doing today? Good. I'm good. Yeah. Good. No, I'm excited. I'm excited, too. Yeah. It's Wednesday. Yeah. Air quotes, Wednesday. Yeah. <laughs> uh, is this going to be a running joke all week? Yes, absolutely. Fair enough. Yes. Okay. Um, this is, of course, uh, still Listener Appreciation Week. Listener Appreciation Week, where we're we're talking about uh, you know our promo codes that are available to you guys now, officially. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. We'll be doing a bundle giveaway, Stephen. Uh, and I think we're going to announce that um, on today's show. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Bundle mm-hmm. giveaway. Mm, spicy spicy well let's just announce it right now okay so uh (laughs) that was fucking amazing are we still recording yes we're recording right now yeah so um so the bundle giveaway that we're doing is uh we've got naturally hemp's gummies yes you'll get a 30 count of of uh naturally hemp's gummies flavor of your choice we've got watermelon strawberry and orange I like the orange one the best. Orange one's great. It's got vitamin C. They do have your daily dose of vitamin C in them also. So that's fantastic. So you'll be getting that. You'll be getting a bottle of hand sanitizer and a graphic designed uh, face 19 face mask. 
uh, of your choice as well. Mm-hmm. We'll give you pictures of all the designs and all that good stuff here. Um, so, yes, uh, w- what you'll need for the contest is you'll need to take a picture showing that you're subscribed to Headlock Talk and tweet at us on the tweet that we send out today for the giveaway. Make sure that you take that picture um, and uh, put that in the comments below showing that you're subscribed to Headlock Talk. And like and retweet the post as well. So again, we'll pin that tweet uh, to our page uh, today. Uh, very easy. Like and retweet the the pinned tweet for the bundle giveaway, as well as take a picture of your subscription to Headlock Talk, and you'll be entered in a chance to win that bundle. Yes, indeed. Very exciting news. It, it's fun. It's fun, man. Yes, yeah. it's very fun. And as you heard in the intro, uh, use promo code HLT10 at naturallyhemps.com uh, for uh, 10% off on your CBD needs. If you're a uh, a vapor like we are, we, we do vaping during our recordings all the time, of course. Yeah, it we try what, to hide it, though. It is what it is. We try, yeah. we try to hide it from you guys. Yeah. Sorry. I learned it from you. Yeah, we're, we're one of those <laughs> dude bro vapors. Sorry. <laughs> I think that's the first time we've ever admitted it on the show. Dude bro. But oh well. The um, facade is broken. Uh, the mystery. Oh well. Uh, anyway, American Vapor Company, use promo code HLT10 for your vaping needs. And of course, Naturally Pure for your hand sanitizer needs as well. We discussed last week Face 19. Their website's coming up soon, and there will also be promo code HLT10 for that as well. Mm-hmm. We'll let you know when that website launches. Yes, of course. But, Stephen, let's talk about some news. Let's do it. Yeah. Yes. Let's get it. Some news that's very important to me. Some very, very good news. I am so happy, Stephen. I can see. The, I am, the happiness is, like, exuding off of you. I'm so happy. I see it in your because eyes. Because my Liverpool Reds have finally won the English Premier League title after 30 years. They did it. They did it. They did it. We all did it together. It, it was it was a beautiful moment really and, and it involved us really not even playing to, to kind of to kind of get that win. Um what? We yeah, okay, so I'll explain. Uh it's <laughs> a whole thing. Um so we played uh we played Crystal Palace um which is a it Sounds like a drug den. <laughs> Um, sorry Palace fans Um, Crystal Palace is a club based out of uh, again a soccer club I'm not talking about football as in hand egg this sport that the Americans play I think we've talked about it enough that when we say football we mean soccer I I mean soccer yes Um, but yes Crystal Palace based out of London we played them at our home in Anfield in Liverpool Uh, we played that game I think it was Wednesday I want to say it was Wednesday. Yeah, Wednesday the 24th. We won 4-0. Um, our, our amazing uh, uh, right back, uh, Trent Alexander-Arnold, uh, he so- uh, scored the opening goal on a free kick, um, and then followed by Mo Salah, who was uh, amazing. He's the Egyptian king. He plays on the right wing. He, uh, he had a lovely lobbed pass. All the way uh, from midfield uh, by uh, our defensive midfielder Fabinho, he just got this awesome pass uh, right to Salah, who slotted it in for the second goal um, at the forty-fourth uh, minute mark. Fabinho then had a golazo, uh, just this amazing goal himself uh, for the third goal right after halftime at the fifty-five minute mark, and then last but not least. Uh, another star player of ours, Sadio Mane. He uh, he scored the game-winning goal uh, to make it 4-0 at 69 minutes on Wednesday. Uh, that closed the books on Crystal Palace, and that was enough for Liverpool to where, if the very next day when Chelsea played second place Manchester City, if Manchester City tied or lost, then Liverpool would be crowned champions. And Chelsea went on to win 2-1 in full time. And Liverpool, the city of Liverpool, went crazy. Oh, n- nuts. Yeah. Question for you. Yes. What is a golazo? Golazo is, uh, well, I think it's more of an Italian term. It's just like okay. this, this crazy goal. Like this okay. out-of-this-world goal. Gotcha. Okay. I'll show you the, the goal. If you haven't seen it yet already, I would actually find, if you're new to soccer, this is a perfect opportunity for you to find... Fresh game highlights of this game, 
and, and really see what this kind of team plays like. Really, mm-hmm. it's it's very interesting. Like a lot of soccer teams are, they kind of play like in this very cool kind of manner. Uh, some teams play more uh, decisive. Some teams are very controlled in their efforts. Oh, Steven took a big swig of Red Bull. <coughs> oh, you okay there, buddy? Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, but. Um, there there are different styles of play. Right. If I could describe Liverpool, they play with like, uh, so they have a German coach. His name's Jurgen Klopp. He's kind of like this. He's very very good. Um, he's very fatherly to the players. Um, but he's got this really awesome brand of of the the style that they play, which is it's got like the fury of like a Motorhead song with the swagger of Kendrick Lamar. It's very very cool. I like it. Um, yeah, they're, they're very fast paced. They close down on the other players very, very often. Um, they they, they force over turnovers and, and they like to play like this very aggressive style, um, that not too many teams can really counteract. Mm. It, it's, 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 it's really kind of the perfect way of playing. And Jurgen Klopp is just, he's, he's already become kind of a legend in that sense, uh, in, in Liverpool circles. Mm-hmm. Um, so Yeah. Kudos to my favorite football club, Liverpool. I'm so happy for you, Tanner. I'm so happy. Like yeah. last year, I was really happy because they won the Champions League. Like right. that's a huge accomplishment. Um, and then this year, I'm even happier because it's, it's been 30 years, and they, for so long, Liverpool in its history was like the most dominant club in England. Mm-hmm. And then when Manchester United um, started becoming bigger and more globally recognized and they had all these billions of dollars to kind of play with, uh, I mean, the, the, the odds shifted. And, you know, I think so many people had grown tired of Manchester United and, and Manchester City to a lesser extent because they have a, uh, they're owned by a Saudi Arabian royal family. So there's all this oh. money being thrown. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. There's all this money being thrown around in Manchester, but Liverpool grew this really organic, very like they picked up the right players. They used proper analytics. Mm-hmm. They got the right coach. They literally nailed everything, and it's been this growing tsunami of just like from one thing to another, making such great progress. I'm so happy for Jurgen Klopp and his uh, team. It's just outstanding. It's oh, just yeah. so outstanding. So that's 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 some good news. That is some good news. Yeah. yeah. Some feel-good stuff in this dark, dark time. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Yeah. Now, I will say, um, I, I I know that a lot of Liverpudlians went and celebrated after this. I didn't see a whole lot of face masks or social dis- distancing. Come on, people. Which was somewhat heartbreaking. But, um, you know, I mean, with that kind of emotion, I mean, I understand it. It doesn't make it right, but I do understand it. Right, right. Um, But, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, pick up after yourselves. Don't litter. Social distance. Celebrate at home. Shoot fireworks. Do something. But you don't have to, like, go out and do all this, right? Right. It's very disheartening. Um, I hear you. But, you know, overall, great news. Absolutely. Definitely. Um. Let me see here. What else? What else happens? Um, some bad news. Some, mm. some not not great news. Just just like it's it's not terrible news. But um, let's talk about a little bit of wrestling here. Mm. WWE. Yes, I know what you're talking about. WWE has named or done a tagline rather. Let's let's use that term tagline for its Extreme Rules pay per view. Mm. It will now be known as Extreme Rules: The Horror Show. And I'm not quite sure what they're getting at here, Stephen. Now, I know you had made notice previously mm-hmm. about how you weren't the biggest fan of the color scheme of the Extreme Rules logo and design this year. Talk, talk to me a little bit about that. Oh, yeah. Hold on. <clears throat> Hold on. Let me look up this logo because I <clears throat> I remember what you're talking about, but I just need to see the gaudiness of this in person because I know <laughs> I like flipped my lid when I first saw it. So It's like purple... And then it's got like this highlighter green kind of color tint to it too. Like, uh, ah, yes, here it is. Yes. Um. Okay. So extreme rules, right? Yes. It, it it really hasn't been extreme rules in like years, 
really. Um, I, I know I, I complained about this on the, the last time we reviewed Extreme Rules, is like there's usually like one match or, or maybe two matches that, that are no DQ. Or, or extreme rules of some sort, some kind of like gimmick to it, um, which, okay, that's cool. But if you're going to name the entire pay-per-view extreme rules, you have to make like the vast majority of matches be no DQ or extreme rules in order for that pay-per-view to make sense. Now, with this tagline, The Horror Show, yes. it's even worse. It's even worse. Like I'm not sure what I should be expecting here. Like like should I be expecting like an American horror story in in the course of 3 hours? Honestly, of, what of this WWE pay-per-view show? What I think this is is uh them coming off of a bad extreme rules last year and everyone complaining that <laughs> that there were like two extreme rules match on a pay-per-view called Extreme Rules. And now they're trying to give you a tagline to be like, oh, no, it, it really is going to be brutal. We, we're calling it the horror show. It's like, mm. okay, I don't believe for a second that this is going to be even even a little bit more brutal than, than last year. You know, mm-hmm. like, I don't, I don't really know what they're going for here because the only, really the only uh, person that this tagline is going to trick into, like, believing that this is a, like, a brutal show is a child. And right, well, who buys pay-per-views? Adults. Right. Well, and here's the thing, too. In full disclosure, I'm actually showing Steven the highlights of this Liverpool game. Sick free kick there mm. by Trent Alexander-Arnold. Mm. Indeed. Um, uh, so, like, I feel like this is simply... What this is, is it's, it's, it's another attempt at doing something very... Um, Oh, like like cinematic. Like this, this right. is gonna be a very cinematic show. It's gonna have a lot of really gimmicky kind of things and really kooky kind of things. Right. I I have no anticipation that I'm gonna be like, oh, I'm scared. No, right? no, absolutely. Like, what not. Are, what are we doing here? Like, so like, um, uh, my wife and I we watched Haunting at Hill House recently. Great and, show, and that was a moderately frightening show. Moderately, yeah. I I, I will give you that. But this show here, or this 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 horror show attempt, I I I mean, what 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 is this? I, I really don't know. Like, I really think this is them. You know, it's almost like taking the easy way out, and, and instead of actually making a show that lives up to extreme rules they're just going to add a tagline on it to, to like make you believe that it is that here's something funny yeah it's 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 the horror show it's going to be crazy it's like it 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 never has been crazy <laughs> like it never has been mm. so why should i expect this one to be any different you mm. know i don't know <laughs> i don't know man like you said it's not like bad news necessarily honestly like it being called Extreme Rules, uh, you know, the horror show, that really changes nothing about the show. You know, it's already made. That name's not going to change anything about the show. So it it really is a nothing, like, name. You know? It really is. I mean, look, it it doesn't mean anything to me here. Uh, Here's that uh, Mo Salah goal here I'm showing Steven. Oh, yes. He just Mm. lofted it. Ooh, Ooh, goal. Easy. Oh, that goalie's mad. Oh, yeah, he's pissed. Yeah. And, and that was 100% his fault. So <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. I you mean, are bad, and you should feel bad. <laughs> well, but I think Liverpool just makes these things look so easy sometimes, yeah, that's, right? Yeah, that's true, I'm, I'm sorry. We're flip-flopping back and forth between this yeah. <laughs> conversation. But, like, it just... I, I have a feeling that there's going to be a lot of very cinematog- like cinematic kind of stuff, a lot of, like kooky kind of things and we've seen in the past vince does kooky stuff in a very comedy heavy <laughs> like very heavy fisted kind of yeah. way it's just uh, it's not, dude it, it's, it's not my stuff it's gonna be a a, a two hour long like money in the bank match oh. like honestly where, where it's it's just like campy as hell skits where no one's heart is in it you know j- just like skits that that don't land jokes that don't land uh, <laughs> i'm not expecting much from this honestly like mm. extreme rules is is one of those shows from wwe where like 
it's like okay i'll watch it fine like it, it's fine I, I i am not expecting anything from this you know what i mean right like right. i watch i watch wrestlemania watch you know SummerSlam, royal rumble those are the shows that i really care about you know like like this is going whatever happens here is going to change the landscape uh, mm. of wwe you know what i mean yeah. extreme rules dude like nothing happens at extreme rules nothing yeah nothing happens ever so like it's just one of those that I, I just skip, to be honest. So here's this Fabinho goal I'm going to show Steven. Oof. Yeah, from, Oof. from way out. Yeah. Yeah, he just he just leveled that thing. Beautiful. Yeah, it was a fantastic yeah. goal. There's only one more goal left, and I promise I'll stop interrupting our, our segment here. But I just felt so strongly that you needed to see this, yeah, Steven. Yeah, see? Great news. Great, Great news. news. Great news. Yeah. As opposed to the horror show, bad yeah, news. Bad news. Bad, yeah. bad news bears there. Well, well really just... I mean, like I had, like I had said, it's almost nothing news. You know what I mean? Like, it, it's not going to change the landscape of WWE. That name being added to the show is not going to change anything about the show. So right. it's just like you just made a dumb decision for no reason. <laughs> like honestly. <laughs> right. Well, and like here's the other thing too. It's like we we are in July. <laughs> like we'll we'll be in July at the time of the show. Like the horror show. Like save that for October. Yeah. Like, Absolutely. Save that for Halloween. I'm sure it'll be fine. Here's the last goal here, Steven. Um, but yeah, like save it for something like that, so, where it's more appropriate. You're doing this in the middle of July, and it just it just does not make sense. No, no, it doesn't make any sense whatsoever. Yeah, yeah, no, it's 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 sad, man. It's really sad. It it, it makes me sad. It makes you sad. I think it should make all of us sad. <laughs> Um, but you know what doesn't make me sad here, Stephen? Mm. We have an awesome BuzzFeed article here. So thank you to BuzzFeed and oh, man. writer Evie Carrick. Golden uh, journalism, yeah, BuzzFeed. Right. <laughs> <laughs> this is the news. So um, <laughs> food food news here. Uh, writer Evie Carrick. Thank uh-huh. you, Evie, for putting together this list. She has compiled a list of 19 extremely American foods you should eat at least once in your lifetime. Uh, so, okay. um, you know, for all of you non-Americans out there, if you're wanting to know more about what America, cu- American cuisine is like, here is a list, and Stephen and I will go over whether or not we agree with some of these takes. Okay, let's do it. Okay. Yeah. All right, so number one on Evie's list here, uh-huh. per BuzzFeed, 19 extremely American foods you should eat Wait, at do least you want, do you want to start at 19? Or? Um, I don't yeah. know. I'm interrupting. Go ahead. No, I mean, <laughs> um, I'm trying to think here. What would be the best way to do this here? Um, yeah, well, we can start at number 19. That's fine. Okay. So, so we'll do this in reverse order. Number 19 is actually ranch dressing. Oh, yeah. Ranch dressing, uniquely American. Um, it, it is, uh, it's, it's very creamy. It can be rich. Mm-hmm. Um, I personally love it for pizza, for mm-hmm. hot wings. Uh, I, I like to put on burgers. Some ranches, ranch dressing is not made equally across the board. No. Some ranches are far better than others. Yes. Buttermilk ranch is not really my thing, but like homemade ranch and like ranch that you might get at like a wing place mm-hmm. uh, or a pizza shop. Mm-hmm. That's some that's some good ranch. Yeah, the the more mayonnaise the better actually. Uh, which is, is kind of Is that what it is? It, that is what it is, honestly. Hmm. Like ranch is really just like as far as I know it's like mayonnaise and and uh and like oil and and just seasoning. Like there's not much to it. it it's it's like over half mayonnaise, honestly. Uh, but yeah, I 100% agree. Ranch absolutely belongs on, on this list of 19 Ameri- like essential American foods. I mean, what's your favorite thing to put ranch on, Stephen? See, here's the thing. Ranch is great on so many things, right? And, and of course, uh, on a salad it is the one. Like, oh, yeah, salad. Like, How could I miss out? Dude, it, it completely transforms the salad. Like, ranch is so much better on salad. Mm. Um, however... If mm. if I'm answering the question, what's my favorite thing to dip into ranch? Wings. It, it's got to be. It's yeah. got to be wings. 100. Because wing, wings, like wings and ranch, that that is one thing. Like you can't have one without the other. Right. You uh, know. Well, and I think that that like buffalo sauce. You know, it has this certain sharpness and zestiness to it, and obviously it's very spicy. And then the ranch kind of counteracts that with like a cooler exactly. kind of creamier filling and taste. Yeah. It it, it does it does make sense. Yeah. Uh, so that's number nineteen, ranch dressing. Number eighteen is tater tots. Mm. Tater tots. So mm. the, these, this is kind of like diced up 
potatoes kind of molded into little bricks like cylinder cylinders cylinders of 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 fried potato yeah right um tater tots steven where do you land on tater tots i love tater tots tater Mm. tots are fantastic and i'll tell you why okay oh oh, okay now your finger pointing at me i am i'm i feel strongly about this tanner (laughs) so the thing about tater tots right is uh, obviously they're a fried food uh which is very american in and of itself right uh but and I'm not saying tater tots are better than French fries. I'm not saying that at all. But mm-hmm. it is better in some aspects. Uh, maybe just different in some aspects. So the thing with tater tots is because it's ground up into like these small pieces and then put together, you actually, the surface of it is like not completely even. Mm. And so you get more surface area on the outside, which means you have a little bit more crunch from the frying process whereas with french fries you have that light crust on the outside and then it's very soft in the middle with Mm. tater tots you have a very thick layer of crunch Mm. which i dig see i i really respect that you went in this very mathematical and very logical direction here i'm personally a fry guy i i mean i i like the fries Uh, too I, i like fries better I will say that. I like the fries. I like them better than I like the tater tots. I will say tater tots, again, uh, a a very much an American kind of thing, Um, you know, but but I like I like I like the fries. There's this there's like fries are so versatile. Mm -hmm. Well, so are tater tots, too. But There, there is one meal that that tater tots have fries beat out on. Now, fries, obviously, the, the, the biggest... You're taking know, this tater tots very seriously. Right. See, the, the fry dish is, is poutine, right? Like, that's that's the big one. It's fries, brown gravy, and cheese curds. Uh, tater tots, tater tot casserole. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, I could see that. Tater tot casserole see, like, is but, legit. But, but see, like, if you, if you go to, like, a really upscale uh, French restaurant, you will find steak and pommes frites. Right for French fries. Right, you'll you'll find French fries at a burger joint. You'll find French yes. fries at a wing shop. You'll mm-hmm. find French fries most places. This I feel true. like I feel like it's a very versatile food. Whereas it like is. I feel like with tater tots, it's designed specifically for like, hey, I'm gonna go to the to the county fair, or I'm going to Sonic and get myself a corn dog or a chili cheese dog or something like that. If, I, mean, I feel like there's like tater tots lie in a certain box. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying mm-hmm. it's not nearly as versatile. You don't see it around as often. See, I, I disagree. I, I would say tater tots are equally as versatile as fries, mm. e- even though fries are more popular. I never thought that the subject of tater tots would be so contentious on this show. Who, whoever, who, who thunk it? We have Fan Appreciation <laughs> Week to thank for this whole conversation. <laughs> Fan appreciation week indeed, Steven. And you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's move on to one that we, we can agree on. I think we're gonna agree on this. I think so. Okay. So number eighteen was tater tots. Number seventeen is grits. Where do you land on grits, nope. Steven? Yeah. I, nope. I I agree. I'm not a fan. Not about it. Don't like it. Now there are a lot of people who are very diehard grits fans. Mm-hmm. And for you guys, it's a very southern dish. Yes, it's yeah. very much a southern thing. We are we ourselves are southerners, right? Uh, Last I checked, yeah. Yeah, through and through. Mm-hmm. Um grits is not my thing, no. though. You can you can you can keep that. Some people like their grits with like shrimp and that kind of thing there. Um people who love grits really love grits. But yeah. I think it's like I don't know, man. There's no in betweeners with grits. No, it's you like either you love really, it or hate it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I actually have PTSD from grits because when I was a kid, uh, my babysitter uh, asked me if I wanted grits or oatmeal. I had never had grits before. I'm an I'm a child that likes to explore. Let me get those grits, lady. So she gave me those grits. <clears throat> it was a giant bowl, like for a, a full full size man. I was like five. Uh, and, and I, I took one bite. I was like, "This is awful. Not doing it. I can't do it." Send it back to the uh, chef. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was like this is this is bad. You should try again. Um, she did not like that. She said, "You better eat those grits, young man." Mm. And, and so I sat for four hours while I ate a whole thing of grits. We we have we have this um this restaurant here, uh, particularly in the south. And I think you can m- maybe find it in other places here. Cracker Barrel. Uh, uh, they great were place. they were a sponsor for AEW for for a little bit it's true um but cracker barrel um the times that i've had it when, we, when i've taken it for takeout or the times that i go there 
I always substitute out the grits in my meal for something else, and the it's, times that they have still continued to bring me grits, uh, I have always left it untouched. Yes, personally, uh, grits again is essentially what is it? It's, it's just like the, the the crushed corn kernel inside of there that right. that's just made into almost like an oatmeal-y kind of soupy kind yeah. of. It, it's yeah. it's pretty much oatmeal, but where oatmeal leans sweet. Grits lean like salty and like savory. Yeah, but like I, I don't know, I don't know. It's very interesting. I'm grits, not, I'm not a fan. Grits is some stuff. Yeah. Uh, so that's number seventeen. Grits. Number sixteen. Chicken fried steak, Stephen. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yes. how do you how do you like your chicken fried steak, Stephen? Uh, so I'm actually weird. Uh, everyone gets chicken fried steak with white gravy. I love white gravy. Don't get me wrong. Uh, but specific specifically on a chicken fried steak, I gotta have brown gravy. Uh, which is very strange. Huh. I know, I know. Huh. I, I'm used to it at this point. I know I'm the weird guy about it, but man, weird just try it, dude. It's so good. Like the yeah. the pepperiness of the uh, of the breading mixed with the pepperiness uh, of the brown gravy. I'm all about it. That that is very unique, Stephen. Yeah. See, I, thank you. Yeah. I, I mean, <laughs> I I I never really thought about doing the brown gravy with it, but um, yeah, I commend you for it. I see. I like I, I like the white gravy on top. Mm-hmm. Of my chicken fried steak, if if I'm going in that direction, I don't really do chicken fried steak that often. It's a lot. Yeah, they, like they typically give you when you order chicken fried steak, it's not like ordering like a traditional steak. It's like this flattened pressed right. uh, flank steak, basically mm-hmm. deep fried, and it's just it's super filling. It's very rich, mm-hmm. um, and, and they 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 always give you a lot. Like if right. you order a chicken fried steak, you're you're going to be more than full. There's never a chicken fried right. steak that you order where you're like, "Oh, I could I, I could go for a milkshake after or something." Yeah. Like you're done for the day. Like like my wife misses headlock talk. Uh, she that's one of her favorite things to order at Chili's is the chicken fried steak. They have a good chicken fried steak. They do. They mm-hmm. do have a good chicken fried steak. But when she orders it, she usually eats about maybe a third of it because I don't blame it's just her. so much. Mm-hmm. But then she also orders fries, and she and she typically like she has like this crazy combination of like like super filling sides that she includes with it as well. I'm not mm. blaming her. I mean, I'm just saying like, look, hey, it's tasty hey, stuff, man. Hey, look, it's it. But look, it's a lot because she'll, she'll order like fries and the loaded mashed potatoes or like fries mm. plus like or, or like any combination of the fries, the mashed potatoes and then like the rice. And it's like mm. you're either doing carbs or meat and you're just going to get full and, and it's going to be it's going to be a bad time. No, but you're also going to get very happy. Yeah, you'll be very happy. You'll also be very full. Mm-hmm. And very full, mm-hmm. very quickly. But see, the good thing about ordering all that food is you can also be very full nine hours from now. See, but that's the thing. Like, so if I ordered chicken fried steak, <clears throat> I would order it with like steamed vegetables. Probably like two orders of steamed vegetables, so I can have my vegetables and I can have my my main entree. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. It's just me. Yeah, I mean yeah. that's fair. That's fair. Usually when I get chicken fried steak, it's from uh, Cotton Patch Cafe. I don't know if y'all have ever been there. Fantastic place. I, I know they have several here yes. in Austin, but yes. I don't I don't know if there's... Is it like nationwide? Um, I know it's here, but I don't know if it's right. nationwide. Man, Cotton Patch is so freaking good. It's like Southern Chili's, basically, but like mm. better in every way. Um, but I usually get um, just like steamed broccoli and then also a uh, rice and broccoli casserole with my... Uh, with my chicken fried steak. Usually good pairings. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that was number 17 on the list, chicken fried steak. Uh, number 16 is New England. I'm sorry, that was that was 16 on the list. 16 was chicken fried steak. Number 15, New England clam chowder. I don't like clams. Okay, well, so uh, this is typically made more of a creamy soup, obviously, if you've mm-hmm. never had it before. Uh, clams. Um, and then you've got, uh, you know, your, your diced potatoes, your diced veggies, sometimes carrots, celery, um, these kinds of things. Right. I'm not huge on clam chowder personally, uh, but there are a lot of people who really like it. I, I've, I've heard of people that put bacon into it and that they really enjoy it. Yeah. I like chowder. I don't like clam chowder though. Like, like that, mm. that super creamy kind of, kind of soup. I really like chowder and I've had a really good shrimp chowder before, mm. uh, but I, I cannot stand clams. Mm. Ugh. Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, one thing that we can agree on here, number 14 on this list here from Buzzfeed. Uh, we spoke about ranch dressing earlier. We're going to its partner in crime. Number 14, 
the buffalo wing. Ah, yes. Yes. It's buffalo, a classic. Yeah, buffalo wing is, is, is very much an American kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, deep fried chicken wings and drumettes. Um uh, you know, I like to when I cook my buffalo wings, I, I like to have them extra crispy. Same. Um, they're they're sauced in some kind of uh, either buffalo sauce, which is very tangy, very zesty, oftentimes hot, like spice wise. Right. Um, and then, uh, yeah, I mean, but there's there's other kinds of sauces out there. There's more barbecue sauce based sauces. There's you know there's other ones that are out there that are like mango habanero and like right. crazy stuff like See, that. See, I'm actually more of a dry rub type person uh, for, yeah. for my wings. Uh, I do like hot wings for sure. Uh, pretty much if I'm going to order sauced wings, it would probably be buffalo wings. But normally I order um, like lemon pepper. It's like my favorite flavor of wing, just 100%. And then I'll usually get something like Cajun or like a Louisiana rub. If you guys are familiar with Wingstop's flavors, uh, mm-hmm. that's usually what I go for. Okay, okay. Yeah, wings, uniquely American, very tasty. Wings are fantastic, yes. Mm. So that was number 14 on the list. Num- unlucky number 13. <laughs> um, I think we're going to... I don't know what your take on this here, Stephen, is. I've personally never had this before, okay. but number number 13 is Spam. Uh, spam. Uh, it, yeah, um... Spam is kind of like it's almost like for me it's it, it, it reminds me of hot dogs because I guess it's yeah. canned and processed it's 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 canned and processed salty pork. Yeah, uh, I mean, uh, I don't know. Spam is fine. I, I'll never buy spam to to eat it myself. If someone gives me spam, I mean, sure, I'll eat it. It's fine. Like it's it's like a like like you said, it's like a hot dog. It's like a Vienna sausage. It's mm. just a crazy, crazy, overly processed meat product, and and so like it's fine. It tastes like meat, but it, it's it's not it's not. <laughs> I like, mean, I would hope so, like, right? But it, it's not like delicious or anything like right. that. It, it's like passing. It, it gets like a passing grade, you know. Right. I, I feel like spam is one of those things like grits are, where it's like you either love it or you hate it. Now, now spam like on the mainland is not like super like fondly thought of no but in hawaii they love this spam. is true this is true spam is like i, I think it has to do with like the ability to import meat mm. is, is a lot more difficult in hawaii i um, bet spam is uh way cheaper per pound yes and they keep a lot of it they right. can have it in stock uh, yeah. readily available all the time yeah i mean i don't i don't really have anything against spam necessarily like i'll eat it and it's fine uh, I, I've, I've really never had it that's the thing i mean you're not missing out on much honestly i don't know fair enough um let me see here uh number 12 we've had some of these before steven oh, yeah? number 12 is of course the iconic snow cone ah yes yes yeah snow cones are pretty iconic in that um essentially it's it's really just uh, exactly it's refreshing it candy. Yeah, it, it's it's basically shaved ice that is kind of rolled kind of like how you would scoop ice cream it's like with an ice cream scoop. Uh, and then you typically have the option of, uh, again, I'm, I'm I'm speaking for those who've never had these, or right. if, you know, if, if you're if you're overseas, whatever. Um, but you you typically have like these flavored syrups that you can pump flavoring into the the, the ice. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. So it usually kind of makes almost like a slushy once it kind of melts down a little bit. Um, you know, so like you can get like tiger's blood, which is like strawberry coconut. Mm-hmm. Some people just put like orange or blue raspberry or grape or. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, yeah. whatever. Yeah, I, I'm partial to uh, blue raspberry personally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's it's good. I think snow cones are nice, uh, especially during the summertime. That's what I was gonna say. Um, yeah. It's one of those things where it's like you, it has to be super hot outside, and it's mm-hmm. not like super desserty either. Where it's like, no, it's an after dinner kind of thing. No, see, um, what, what's great about snow cones is, is really just just the ingredients that are in it is water, and ice you know and sugar like that that's it you know so if you're you know outside during a really hot day doing activities of some sort like if you're outside playing sports or or you know i don't know running with your dog in the park or something like that the the water from the ice and the sugar from the syrup really just like it cools you down and then gives you that burst of energy from the sugar yeah. like it's some snow cones are fantastic on a hot 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 day if it's not hot 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 outside 
it's really not gonna be amazing, honestly. Right. Right. It, it just hits different when it's like really hot outside, you know. Yeah. I mean, it's it's good. It's yeah. it's, it's, it's it's a good daytime treat. For Absolutely. Sure. Um. Let me see here. So that's number twelve. Number eleven. Uh, and I'm not really quite sure what they're getting at here with this, but number eleven here is American style cheeses. What? Yeah. Um, like like American cheese. Like American cheese, I guess. Which I mean, well, I guess that kind of encompasses like um, they're going on in this article saying like it encompasses like American cheese slices, string cheese, cheese in a can. These are all very bastardized versions of cheese. Absolutely. Um, I mean, American cheese is not even cheese. It's mm-hmm. it is it, it says on the package cheese product. Yeah, it's like flavored plastic, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, uh, American cheese products. Um, no, no, no. It's 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 um, it's not cheese. No, the best cheese is provolone, in my opinion. Provolone's a good cheese. Provolone's my favorite. Uh, Swiss is a is a good cheese. Ah, I don't know. Swiss is okay. See, like I I like cheeses when I have when it's like a cheese and meat platter that you can also maybe right. have like some finger finger foods mm. that kind of stuff. Maybe some pretzels, some See, olives, like, like melted provolone, carrots, celery on, on a sub. You, yeah, you can't beat it, man. You can't it's, beat it's it. Good. It's good stuff. It's good. It's good. Mm-hmm. But I disagree with cheese, uh, Amer- yeah, uh, American, American cheese, cheese specifically. Now there are certain cases where I will get some American cheese, like sometimes on a sandwich. Yeah, I but mean, but it, again, it if it's if it's quote unquote cheese product, it's not cheese. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That, I mean, that is what it is. Mm-hmm. Number ten on the list: sweet potato casserole. Mm. Nope. Oh, you disagree. I don't like sweet oh, potatoes. Oh, Steven, Steven, Steven. I don't like sweet potatoes. Oh, so, so sweet potatoes is like, it, it's so tasty. Like, there's a couple different ways to do it. Some people do it with like, m- like tons of marshmallows on top, and it's like, mmm, good. Mm. Mm. Sometimes, and this is the way my mother in law makes it. She does it with like almost like candied pecans, and the and the marshmallows. Uh, so it's almost like super desserty, but it's served as a side dish, mm, right? Mm. Um, but it's very sweet, very light, very filling though too. I just like I just like the taste and the texture, and it, it and it's right up my alley. Like it, it fills all of like the the void of needs that I have in my food life. I mean, fair enough, dude. Fair enough. I do not like sweet potatoes though. I'm a I big fan that... of like pumpkin. I'm a big fan of like. Like pumpkin pie. Dude, I love pumpkin pie. And stuff like that. If you like pumpkin pie, you'd probably like sweet potato. I don't. Like, I'm telling you right yeah, now, I don't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, like, mm. I've had sweet potatoes, like, fairly recently within, like, the last year. Okay. And, uh, yeah, still don't like it. Oh, okay. Unfortunately. Well, okay. Well, you know, I guess we can we can move along. Yeah. Uh-huh. I mean, I wish mm. I liked it. I wish I liked every food. Yeah. And then I... And then it would be so much easier to find food all the time. It would be. But. It would be very easy for you we, to find but, food all yeah, the time. Yeah, I could just go outside and eat some grass, you know? <laughs> of do, course. Do some grazing. Do, do some grazing. Yeah. Uh, number nine on the list, Jello. Jello, oh, yeah. Stephen. Yeah. It is very uniquely American. Yes. Is it? Well, I, I think Jello specifically, like like Jell-O, like the brand, the, the brand Jell-O yeah, yeah. brand is very uniquely American. Um, but I think they've had jellied kind of products like worldwide. Well, I know but, I know gelatin specifically is used in like like uh you know like five star chef like restaurants. Like gelatin is a is a medium that that professional chefs use a lot. Um, maybe not. Not like fruit flavored, like Jello the brand, but but yeah. gelatin is used a lot. This kind of goes along with like snow cones is like one of those kind of like just small sweet treats. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, um, you don't really see too many people above the age of six eating Jello. Correct. Unless, un- unless they're unless like, it's a Jello shot. Yeah, or yeah, I guess that there Which, is that special shout out to Jello shots. I like Jello shots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. See, I, I know that my grandmother, she does use a strawberry jello kind of um, mix uh, to make her strawberry pie. Mm. Um, so, yes. Gotcha. Uh, we, we also have a thing that we make during Thanksgiving called pink salad, which is basically just whipped cream and strawberry jello with uh, um, like marshmallows and uh, pineapple in it. See, I, I, I know someone in my family who does that, too. Mm-hmm. It's just, that's just always been a thing like in my family. Pink, pink stuff. Yeah, pink salad. Yeah. Yeah. 
Interesting. Anyways. Interesting. Yeah, Jello. I would say definitely uniquely American. Yeah, versatile. N- number eight. Mm, big fan of this. Chicken and waffles. Mm. Chicken and waffles. Mm. A little bit of little bit of sweet. A little bit of savory. Yep. You really can't go wrong with chicken and waffles. Chicken really, waffles is great. Yeah, and it's usually served with like chicken wings. Mm-hmm. Not to be confused with buffalo wings. These are these are just fried chicken pieces. Right. No sauce. No sauce. Um, Except for the the syrup. Yeah, and well, they give you the sauce for the syrup on the on that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's a it's a really it's a unique combination. Um, but uh, it, it, it's it's super tasty. Um, mm-hmm. it, it's mostly known for like being a dish that originates from like blues and jazz clubs, like mm-hmm. served after hours. You know, and you know, in the times between you know dinner and lunch in the late wee hours of the night. Right. So after the musicians were done, they could have something to eat. Yeah, you have um, dinner and breakfast. Yeah, yeah, it's just it's just a super awesome combination of sweet and savory, really, mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. think. Yeah, chicken and waffles. Magusta. Mm, bueno. Bueno. <laughs> um, in fact, there was that one place, what was that called? The one that you've all, like really been wanting to go to for a long, long time. Uh, Gossip Shack. Oh, Here yeah, locally. Yeah, yeah they yeah. do, they do you know, chicken and waffles on the regular, so, mm-hmm. yeah. Man, Gossip Shack is like... Man, it, it's like the the Admirals Club in an airport. Mm. Like, mm. good luck getting your food. Yeah. Like, they're they're just so slammed all the time because yeah. they're so good. Very popular. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was number eight on the list. Chicken and waffles. We're coming up here to number one. Uh, number seven on the list. When, Stephen, when was the last time you had a root beer float, Stephen? Oh, root man, beer it's float. Been years. Root beer float at number seven. It's it's really good. Um, again, it's it. Uh, Something I'm noticing here with the with the list here is a pattern of unique clashes of different flavor combinations. Right. With root beer float, it's it's you know get the sharpness of the root beer combined with the creaminess and an almost savory aspect of of the vanilla ice cream. Mm. See, I, I'm just not a huge fan of root beer personally. Mm, mm-hmm. Like, uh, I like uh, like Coke floats, mm. Coca Cola floats. Those those Coca Cola floats it. are good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, here's the thing that uh, so like. I like the initial first five minutes of a float, for like the, <laughs> yeah. But yeah. but as we noted last week, because or because I'm crazy, um, <laughs> when it gets to the milky part of it, and like and like you've got the ice cream has all like melted, and like and then you have this weird milky combination of the Coke or the root beer with the the milkiness of the ice cream. It freaks me out. So yeah, I'm like, yeah. uh, stop it, please. Yeah. Somebody else take this now. Right. Right. So I have to drink up the root beer and eat the vanilla ice cream fairly fast. And as you noted, I am a fast eater. Mm. Um, so I mean, I, I, you think you could? You think you could kill a root beer float in like like under two minutes? Probably not two. I could probably do it in about five. Man, if I really tried, no, I could I, do it in five. I feel like you could. If you really tried, you could do it in like two or three. I really think. <sighs> I, I believe I in ha- you. I would have to apply myself. Uh, <laughs> and by. <laughs> and, and by you have apl- so much potential, Tanner. <laughs> and by, by, if you would only apply yourself. And, 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 if I, and if I applied myself and was like committed to like, all right, I'm gonna regain 15 pounds, right? And and try and kill this root beer float record that Stevens put in front of me. I could probably do it. I really think you could. Well, thanks, man. I, thank you for believing in me. You're welcome, dude. All right, so that's number seven on the list of the famous root beer float. Number six, PB&J, peanut butter and uh, jelly sandwiches, Stephen. Classic. Yeah, classic, uniquely American. Uh, Spread out the peanut butter spread on one slice of bread, spread some jam on another, uh, and then uh, just smack them together. Smack them together, Mm -hmm. and just start eating them. It's a fun time. Stephen, what's your favorite combination of PB&J sandwich? Oh uh, man, there there's so many different ones. Um, hmm. Yeah. So I've had a <laughs> I, I've had a peanut butter and jelly and honey sandwich. Mm. Fantastic, mm-hmm. fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, for whatever, like you would think that the honey brings out the sweetness of the jam more, mm. but it actually brings out the sweetness of the peanut butter more. Mm. I don't know if it's like the oil and the peanut butter, like getting. I don't know what it is, but it brings out the sweetness of the peanut butter more. Uh, jellies. Grape jelly is mm-hmm. is the primo for me. I do like the grape jelly combination. I don't mind the strawberry combination either. It's fine. Yeah, I, I think both are acceptable. Blackberry's pretty good too. Oh, blackberry's great. Um, sometimes I like to throw some sliced bananas in mm. into my PB and J. Yeah, uh, when I'm feeling particularly Elvisy. Yeah, yeah. Um, See, if I were to put bananas in there, I would skip the jelly. 
personally. Oh, there you go. Um, That's just me. And then a quick note. Only sociopaths put marmalade in their PB&Js. You keep going on about this. Orange marmalade is fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, if if you have heads in your freezer. (laughs) (laughs) I forget if we've talked about this. Have you had it? Yeah. Yeah. And, and, And you just, like, hated it? How did you hate it? It's just, you know. Look, orange seems to be one of those things to me where it should be either fruit or juice. And that's and that's like you don't you don't like that, the half that that's its that's its purpose. You don't like the half thing what, that marmalade is. Once you've like, hey, we're making some jelly out of this. <laughs> I'm like, what are you? A, what are you a murderer? <laughs> Who wronged you in your life to make you feel this way? Oh man, oh Tanner. Um, well, <laughs> listeners, uh, orange marmalade <laughs> is, is great. I personally really like it. Um, tends to be much more expensive. Than your regular jellies, though. So I, I tend to go with the grape jelly. But yeah. hey, if you want to treat yourself every now and then, get some marmalade. It's more. Mm. It's more expensive to pay for the bail of the person who made it. All right, they, they're, they're in prison. What's number five? <laughs> number five <laughs> on the list of foods. We're at the top five here, according to BuzzFeed. And Golden journalism. <laughs> two thumbs up. Two thumbs up. <laughs> Actually, if you include Steve and I, it turned out to be three thumbs up yeah. here. I put up two, he put up one. So I think there's one part of him that is somewhat reserved about this list. <laughs> but this is a, number five. Big shout out to our friend JPQ at Big Paws and a Pup uh, on Twitter. Where's this going? Number five, the Philly cheesesteak here. Ah, yes. Yeah. Yes. JPQ, Philly native. Nice. Um, yeah, Philly cheesesteak. Now we we're we are in Texas, of course. We are not from we're very, Philly. We're very far from Philly. Yeah, we don't have we don't have the authentic thing. Uh, but there is a, a restaurant um, called uh, Texadelphia, which specializes in making these Philly cheesesteaks. Yeah, yeah. There's also, um, and more personally to me, um, my wife, Mrs. Headlock Talk, grew up uh, uh, and went to high school right across from a place called Hootie's Subs. Mm. And you and mm. I have been to Hootie's. It's one of my favorite sub shops. Great place. And they make a fantastic cheesesteak. Mm. So I'm the weird guy. I don't like peppers. Mm. Uh Sorry, but I like yeah. everything else that goes into Philly cheesesteaks. Yeah. I don't. I don't do the green peppers either. I'll, oh, I'll, okay. I'll, I'll, Good. Do, I'll do the onions and I'll do the mushrooms, and then okay. and then of course with the cheesesteak, uh, it, it's it's diced up beef, right, or sliced up beef beef rather, uh, that's kind of pan fried, mm. and then topped with provolone cheese, mm-hmm. put into a, a nice French bread sandwich. Mm-hmm. It's very tasty. It's very, very tasty. Gooey. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, also, special shout out to Firehouse Subs. They have a great uh, cheesesteak as well. Yeah, yeah. If you're looking for more of a more of a chain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, Firehouse is man. That's like the best sub. Mm. They do have good in subs. terms of like chains. You know. Yeah, I do like Hooties though. Hooties. Hooties. I, I, I mean, I me. would even put Hooties above Firehouse for sure. But if you're just looking for like some place that you can find almost anywhere you go, it's pretty cheap. It's pretty consistent. Yeah. Firehouse subs. It's mm. pretty good. Yeah. So pretty that's good. number five on the list. Mm. Philly cheesesteak. Rightfully so. Yes. In that top five spot. Yes. Number four, Stephen. I don't know how you feel about this food here. Meatloaf. How do you feel about meatloaf, Stephen? Yeah, meatloaf's good. Meatloaf's good. Meatloaf's I mean, good. It's, yeah. it's, it's ground ground beef, essentially. You know, And there's other things that go into it. Some people do the breadcrumbs with a little bit of egg and kind of mold mm-hmm. a... Uh, basically a meat log a, a meat log yeah basically and they top it with ketchup and put it mm-hmm. in the oven and then it's meatloaf mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. yeah now uh <laughs> if you're crazy you put the ketchup on after you bake it mm-hmm. uh, you're supposed to put mm-hmm. the ketchup on mm-hmm. before you bake it so mm-hmm. it makes this nice little like little layer on top mm-hmm. uh if you really want to take your meatloaf game to the next level take your ground beef right mm-hmm. take take your take your eggs okay uh, take take your uh, just a little bit of milk, just a tiny, tiny little bit, just a tiny little bit of milk, and the secret ingredient: one little packet of French onion dip soup mix. Hmm. Hmm. Thank me later. Interesting. I'm just saying. I I, I think I think there's gonna be, have to be some listeners who uh, take your advice on this here, Stephen. It's it does bomb. sound good. Uh, I did once have a uh, a meatloaf that was it was essentially at its core. It was almost like a turducken of meatloafs. Mm. Yeah, they they had like a they had like a cheese layer, like a chicken layer. There had there was a layer with bacon on it, 
ground beef. It was it was just like layer over layer over layer of meatloaf. Mm-hmm. Um, very tasty. Uh, yeah. Very filling. You could only really have one slice because there's just so much that went into it. Yeah. Um, very easy to make a bacon cheeseburger meatloaf if you want. Just add add a, a, a little layer of cheese in the middle, uh, right in the middle, and then wrap it in bacon. Mm. You're good. Mm-hmm. It's good stuff, mm-hmm. man. Yeah, I like meatloaf. Now, Stephen, mm. we talked earlier in the day about hot dogs. Yeah. Number three on uh, the, this list from BuzzFeed is the corn dog. Yes. Mm. A hot dog deep fried with, uh, with I guess, a corn batter. Mm-hmm. Um, you would normally find these, again, at more of like a state fair kind of thing, along with your tater tots and your funnel cakes and right. this kind of thing right. here. Uh, corn dog, again, uniquely American. Um, Got to say, though, not a big fan. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, if we're going corn dogs versus versus hot dogs, it's hot dogs by a mile. Um, corn dogs are fine. Qu- corn dogs are really, uh, uh, it, it's it's a product of your environment. You know, like mm. like like you said, you'll you'll eat a corn dog when you go to a state fair. When 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 you go to some kind of event that is serving corn dogs, um, I I very rarely will just be like, man, I'm really craving a corn dog. Like that doesn't really happen. No. However. They do sell those like breakfast corn dogs at um at H B. Hmm. Oh man, you're already not about this. No, what okay. are you doing to my breakfast? <laughs> so it's a breakfast corn dog. So instead of a hot dog, it's uh like a breakfast sausage, right? Yeah. Uh, and then instead of the corn batter, it's like a pancake batter. Oh, okay. It's very good. That's interesting. It, it's absolutely the the uh, superior version of corn dog for sure. Hmm. Hmm. Highly recommend it. Interesting. Okay. Well, I'll have to think about that. Yeah. <laughs> they do make like weird ones where it's like blueberry pancake batter. I've seen that. I'm not about that. Just the regular pancake batter is fine. Well then. Yes. <laughs> um, number two mm. on the list here. Uh, iconic. Really kind of. When you think about camping, when you think about times together with the family in the backyard, Mm. I'm Mm. thinking of number two on the list, the s'more. Mm. Yes. Mm. Yes. S'mores, uh, for those not in the know, roasted marshmallow, usually over a fire of some sort. Uh, You take take a a piece of graham cracker, you snap it in two, so you've got two halves of it, you make a little sandwich. You place a couple pieces of Hershey's chocolate. Specifically Hershey's chocolate. Specifically, it's got to be. And then you take your melted marshmallow once it's nice and crispy, and you just slide it on in there. Off the skewer, you slide on in and complete that sandwich. And then you get the melty kind of chocolate. Mm-hmm. You get the fluffiness of the marshmallow. It's all nice and gooey and chewy. And then the graham cracker. It's just a very good combination. Okay, so I know I gave BuzzFeed shit, but shout out to you for putting the s'more on here. Because yeah. absolutely. One hundred percent. The the s'more is is really one of the best American uh, types of food that that really has ever been a thing. The the greatest thing about the s'more, right? And, and I'm not even the hugest fan of uh, milk chocolate, right? Mm. But the the great thing about the s'more is the event and the process of making the s'more. Mm. Um, everyone's making their s'mores all at the same time, and, and it's it's just like a sense of camaraderie. You know what I mean? Mm. Just, yeah. it, it's just a nice little, like, everyone gets together, you know, it's it's a nice little treat. Everyone likes s'mores. There's not a single person on the entire earth that doesn't like s'mores, you know, so everyone can, ju- can just sit back, bond over some tasty treats, sit yeah. by a fire, and chill out, you know, so so really the best thing about s'mores is is uh, everything around s'mores. Yeah, it, it's it's a whole ritual of yeah. making the s'mores, and, exactly. and like you said, I agree with... Uh, with with uh, thanking BuzzFeed for including the s'more, it's, it really is a deep cut. You didn't have to super include, deep cut. You didn't have to include the s'more, but it, it does take its rightful place here at number two on the Absolutely. list. I think it's a very much an iconic American kind of invention. Absolutely. Really. Uh, so props, BuzzFeed, for yeah. placing the s'more at number two. Mm-hmm. So number one, Stephen. As we're getting to number one here, we've lit, we've named off a lot of foods here off this BuzzFeed list. What do you think is number one? I mean, it, it, it's got to either be, um, I, I mean, it's got to be the bacon cheeseburger or, <laughs> or like pizza or something. Yeah. I mean, both of those are, are good shouts. Now, now pizza obviously originates from Italy. Ba- ba- <laughs> no, it doesn't. Ba- like, bacon cheeseburger originates from, uh, Neapolitan I mean, pizza originates from Italy. I mean, this, isn't, isn't that pizza? 
but it's its own like type mm. of it's like its own thing mm. like pizza how we know it in america was invented in america fight me that is truth all right, we'll, we'll go in the backyard after this. We'll talk. <laughs> um, bacon cheeseburger, though. That's an interesting shout. Yeah. Because huh. it's like as fatty as possible. <laughs> Possibly. Um, so number one on this list here uh. is, in fact, biscuits and gravy. Biscuits and gravy is number one on the list. Nope. Steven shakes his head. Nope. No. Nope. Yeah, it's, it's you a, ruined the list, BuzzFeed. It's, it's a denial, a rejection of the list. Um, goodness, um, this is very unfortunate. Very okay. Un- the, okay. Very look, un- unsporting of Steven. The, the, there's nothing wrong with with biscuits and gravy, no, yeah, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. There, there's nothing wrong with it. I mean, gravy's. I love. I love gravy. Yeah. Love sausage. I can take or leave biscuits. I'm not the hugest fan, but the, uh, but the whole I, it's the biscuits. No, that's see, getting no, you. stop mm-hmm. it. No, so. It's the dish is fine. Okay, are you sure? Because it sounds like you're very upset about this. No, so the dish is fine. You're putting biscuits and gravy over s'mores. I don't. Bro. Think, I don't think it's anything against. Bro, look, 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 look. You have to have put something above s'mores if s'mores is number two on the list. Bro, right? look. Hey, listen. And and also, biscuits and gravy is southern. It's not specifically American. S'mores is all nationwide. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I could see that. I could see your point in that. Um, I mean, I think you it's can too specific. You can get biscuits and gravy nationwide too, but but ew, but ew. but do you want to get that in New York? But you want some water gravy? No, 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 no. All I'm saying is it's done best here in the South, right? N- yeah. Nothing against our northeastern listeners here. Nothing against you guys. You don't have the water gravy, as Stephen said, but you probably do. Um, <laughs> biscuits and gravy. Can be done in all sorts of ways. Some people like have like the diced sausage or the sausage patties along with their their biscuits, and then you pour the gravy over the top of it. Uh, you could do bacon in your gravy. You could do all sorts of crazy stuff with biscuits and gravy. Mm. It's very filling. Mm-hmm. I feel like every time I've had biscuits and gravy, I'm either sick or so happy to go along with the rest <laughs> of my day. Um, but but more more the latter, I would mm. imagine. Um, if you, if you work outdoors, it's like a good thing to have, like if you're it's super, like lots of carbs mm, and like mm. protein for you to like go and do something. Um, yeah. I mean, biscuits and gravy cannot be an everyday thing in your diet. That would be horrendous. <laughs> right. <laughs> but with that said, it's not the worst thing ever. You know, I, I can see it being number one. I, I absolutely cannot. <laughs> Well, like, uh, like, sure, yeah, it, it does belong on the list, for sure. Mm. But number one, if this was I, if this was nineteen southern dishes, yeah, fine, put it number one. I yeah. won't be mad. But no, no, well, this is this is nineteen American foods, nationwide American, mm, mm, mm-hmm, mm. not southern. Well. On this acrimonious note, we will leave you here <laughs> on Wednesday's episode of Listener Appreciation Week here at Headlock Talk. Uh, Steven's upset. I'm 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 fine with it. Uh, go eat some biscuits and gravy. Hey, listen, I'm gonna we're, okay. You wanna go outside? <laughs> you wanna go outside? Okay. You got some s'mores out there? <laughs> oh, you got s'mores? Yeah. Yeah. See, <laughs> see. Someone says, "Hey, you got some s'mores." Everyone's like, "Fuck yeah, let's go." They're like, "Hey, you want some biscuits and gravy?" They're like. Oh, that kind of seems like a lot. It's like 8 o'clock at night. Like, I don't know if I could really do that. But see a s'more any time of the day. There you go. I'll stop. um. (laughs) Well, then. Again, on this acrimonious note of Headlock Talk, uh, thank you guys for tuning in and listening. Don't forget to use promo code HLT10 uh, on uh, our sponsored websites, Naturally Hemp's, for all your CBD needs. Uh, also, uh, Naturally Pure, if you need that, uh, if you need to re-up on some hand sanitizer, highly recommend that. Um, American Vapor Company. Uh, dot com use uh, again promo code HLT10 if you are uh, a vapor you need some new vape juice 
Some very good stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and then, of course, uh, Face 19 coming soon. Coming soon. Website. Uh, you'll be able to use HLT10 there as well uh, for uh, graphic design face masks, which are very, very cool. I've got a few myself. They're nice. They're comfortable. Very stylish to wear in public as well. True. Um, so, yes, you'll be able to use that promo code. And they do not expire. You can use this promo code HLT10 till the end of time. So, yes. again, nat- naturallyhemps.com. Code HLT10, naturallypure.com, code HLT10. And then, uh, yeah, um, American Vapor Company, promo code HLT10. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Make sure to go ahead and follow us on Twitter at Headlock Talk. Go ahead and hit that follow button where you'll get all of our new episodes. You can follow our new Spotify playlist. And you can check that out on Spotify. Steve and I came up with a list of six songs each for our uh, uh, special, pro, uh, I guess, uh, mixtape kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, half and half, Stephen and I. Um, and it was fun. It was a lot of fun. We yeah. had a good time. We we got to listen to some jazz samba. Yeah. yeah. Good good music. <laughs> yeah, um, and you guys will be able to you know hear a little bit more about uh about the kind of music that we like. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And then um, on, uh, let me see here. So you've hit that subscribe button. You go ahead and go ahead and move up top on that screen here. Go scroll, scroll, scrolls. All right. Okay. Now, now you're there. There it is. Hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening to to podcasts, be it iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Podbean, or anywhere else. And if you want to go that extra mile, go ahead and leave us a five star rating and review wherever you listen to podcasts. Much appreciated, ladies and gentlemen. Um, but yeah, uh, that does it for me. I'm the Texas gentleman, Tanner Pruitt. Right across me here, the one, the only Mr. Stephen Crudy. That's me. That's him. On tomorrow's show, we've got a special edition of Listener Hot Takes. Hot Takes. Where we'll be uh, going over your uh, submitted questions from Twitter to us. And we will give you guys a shout out. Yes, indeed. Indeed, Stephen. Hmm. Indeed. Um, so uh, don't forget, uh, we'll also have, uh, our promo giveaway for our bundle giveaway. Again, that's a 30 count of your choice of the naturally hemp's gummies. We have strawberry, watermelon, and orange. Uh, you'll also be getting a face mask of your choice as well as a bottle of, uh, naturally pure hand sanitizer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, uh, make sure to follow us on Twitter, uh, like, and retweet our promo giveaway and take a picture of your, like a screenshot on your phone of you subscribe to headlock talk and you'll be entered in a chance to win. Um, with that being said, once again, I'm the Texas gentleman, Tanner Pruitt right across from here at the one, the only Mr. Stephen Grudy. We'll talk to you again tomorrow with some hot takes. Indeed. Y'all have yourselves a great rest of your day. Lady y'all. Bye. Whether you're kicking it in the sticks or kicking it at home, lounge in upholstery with a contemporary feel designed for relaxed living with the Brantley Gilbert Collection at Morris Home. Enter online at morrisathome.com win for your chance to win a guitar personally autographed by Brantley Gilbert or one of many Morris Home gift cards to upgrade your home today. That's morrisathome.com win for your chance to win from Morris Home. How did we become Central Ohio's most trusted team of orthopedic experts? We focus on what matters most, our patients. At Orthopedic One, we know we're only at our best when we're helping you get better. And every day, your commitment to overcoming pain and injury inspires and moves us. That's why we bring our best every day to earn your trust. Find a physician near you at orthopedicone.com.